Welcome back to the Balancing Act podcast. I'm Andy Tempty. On the Balancing Act, we talk to business leaders and industry experts to explore the balancing acts we play in our professional lives and learn about the events that put rocket boosters behind their career success. Today, we have Naren Arial joining us. Naren is the CEO and publisher of Amplify Publishing Group, so we'll be using his expertise to draw back the curtain just a little bit on the publishing industry. Welcome to the show, Naren. Hi, Andy. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, and in the spirit of full disclosure, uh, Naren leads the business that is publishing uh, my second book, The Balanced Business. So I'm really happy that uh, to have you on the show, and I'm very thankful for the work that uh, that we are doing together. So thank you for that. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. Uh, we're looking forward to launching your book. Um, we are uh, to the point where we've uploaded it to the printer, and now we are planning a launch. Excited. Yes, <laughs> the, the launch, the dreaded launch. <laughs> uh, Naren, before we get started, uh, we do this on all our shows. Please tell our listeners your story. Sure. So I am CEO of Amplify Publishing Group. Um, we are one of the fastest growing, actually the fastest growing hybrid publishing companies uh, in America. And for those of you that may not know what that means, we occupy the space between traditional publishing on one hand and self-publishing on the other. Um, this is not only my, my passion, my business, excuse me, it's also my passion. We've got 30 full-time publishing professionals. Um, we do a lot of great work, work with interesting people, uh, this host included in that. Um, and we publish across all genres. Um, where I spend most of my time is working with business executives and thought leaders um, who are interested in adding their voice to important conversations of the day. Uh, this happens to be a second career for me. I used to be a lawyer, um, and uh, I put that in the rearview mirror to publish, uh, to work uh, on my publishing business and really pursue my passion, which is Amplify Publishing Group. That's that's awesome. So you're a recovering lawyer. Uh, I, I I love it. I I know a lot of recovering lawyers who are now off in business. So I'll add you to that list. Uh, if you had to pick one event in your life that uh, was a key accelerant for your career, what would that be? Um, let's see. At least uh, as related to uh, Amplify Publishing Group, um, I mentioned that I was a former lawyer, and in the early days, I was trying to balance my legal career, and this business that I was trying to get off the ground. And we reached a point after some early success where I had to make a decision whether I'm all in or I'm going to do this as a hobby. And so you can imagine with a, um, a young family um, walking away from a legal career that was paying me you know, nicely um, to put all that on hold and aside really and really focus on building this company. Um, that was the key thing. Once I decided I'm, I'm going all in, um, there's no turning back. Uh, that was, in fact, the accelerator that uh, really made uh, everything that followed possible. Yeah. How how long uh, from that point where you made that decision to when you started to feel comfortable with that decision? Uh, it was definitely a process. And uh, <laughs> I like to tell people that, um, you know, when I started uh, my, my horizon for the new uh, company, was maybe, you know, a month. I want to make it through the month, make sure that, uh, you know, things get done, people get paid. Um, and then as you go along and become further established, 
uh, instead of a month, maybe it's six months. And then at, at a certain point, you, you achieve certain things and your horizon is, is a year. And now after 20 years, my horizon is more like uh, five years. I'm planning for what's happening in five years or 10 years or, you know, at some point thinking about an exit. So it's definitely a process. And uh, my my situation, I don't think, is any different than a lot of what a lot of entrepreneurs face when they start uh, new ventures. Yeah, yeah. So during your nearly twenty years as a leader in the publishing industry, you've worked with many personalities and executives, uh, myself included. If you had to choose the most important balancing act that a publisher and a leader of a publishing business has to play. What would that be? Uh, great question. And I'm sure we came across some of these considerations in our work together. Um, we work with super accomplished folks that are uh, accustomed to um, being leaders. And they've got clear visions uh, in terms of what they want to achieve with a book project and you know the specifics of a book project, like a cover design or editing or whatever the case is. And so we have to balance what we know to be true, best practices in the world of books and publishing, with an author client's um, vision. And, and there's a lot of give and take, and there's no right answer across the board. But just being open, uh, and it goes both ways, um, to expectations of, of the authors and what we know about the business, uh, and vice versa. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sure that is uh, easier in some uh, circumstances than it, than it is in others. Uh, let, let's narrow the scope. Uh, just a little bit to you specifically as an individual, what's the most important balancing act that you've played that has contributed to your career success? Uh, I'm, uh, I presume the answer is different from the, from the previous answer, but I don't want to assume so. Yeah, it is different. And um, it really comes down to mindset for me uh, as an entrepreneur. Um, you, when you go into it, you really need to uh, expect some turbulence along the way. And, and so um, when I reached a point where my mindset was expecting the turbulence and embracing the turbulence, uh, as opposed to uh, getting down or, you know, uh, less productive ways of dealing with uh, business uh, challenges, we'll call them. Um, once I appreciated that uh, these challenges also represented opportunities, um, that's when things really began to click for me. Uh, so I would say uh, embracing the challenges uh, for me personally, when when that became a regular part of uh, my DNA, um, that's when things really uh, started picking up for me. Yeah, a, a lot of people allow that turbulence to just weigh down on them and uh, and and really press on the, on themselves. How do you uh, shed that pressure uh, and 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 allow yourself to embrace the turbulence? Uh, and and turn turbulence into an opportunity? Um, I think, uh, again, it's a process. And um, look, I've been doing this now for 20 years. Um, there are very few people in the world that know this business as well as I do. And just reminding yourself that uh, you're here uh, because you belong to be here and, and you're the best or one of the best uh, equipped to handle these challenges. Um, if you can get there, and it's not being boastful by any stretch. It's it's being um, respectful for what you've accomplished. Um, that gives you the confidence to overcome and uh, to make decisions. 
um, that will serve your company uh, in the long run. And even if they, and they don't always work out, by the way, of course. And even if they don't uh, work out any specific decision, you, you know that you've uh, gone through the right steps to make those decisions. And so there's a lot of, um, you know, satisfaction and, and you can, you know, rest easy knowing that uh, the process was gone through and you're the right person to make the decision. Yeah. Thank you for highlighting uh, the concept of belonging uh, in, uh, in your answer. Uh, this, this, uh, this whole notion of uh, I belong here. I am, I am, I am meant for this. I am built uh, for this. Uh, that can be a real, uh, that can be a real, uh, a great mechanism for folks to determine whether uh, a, a career arc is, is really right for them. It's that, that sense of confidence, belonging. Okay. I'm here. We're, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're really going to double down and, uh, and, and, and make this work and do a great job. Uh, thank you for framing it that way. Yeah. Uh, and one, one thing yeah. that is, is, you know, it's also an honor to be able to, uh, lead the people that I lead here and the clients that look up to me. Um, and, and so, uh, this notion of belonging, um, is really important and, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah. So before we break for commercial, Let's talk about your clients. Uh, these folks that, uh, like me, uh, have uh, are aspiring to to write a book. What do you think your clients need to balance when they're considering the commitment to write a book? Oh, great question! And so the big thing is really to understand why, right? Um, if why is just to check a box uh, on your career or your platform or your um, whatever the case may be, you might want to reassess. Uh, have a good why. Why are you doing this? What are the benefits that you anticipate? Um, and it's got to be well beyond, hey, I want to get this book out there so I can sell a bunch of copies, which is great. Everybody wants to do that. But there's typically a greater why. And I'd like to always uh, challenge uh, the folks that, uh, that I talk to and work with um, to pinpoint that why. Yeah. Uh, there is an exercise in the continuous improvement world called the five whys. Uh, I write about it uh, quite frequently and it uh, is highlighted in, in my next book. So uh, if you're a leader thinking about writing a book, uh, please follow Naren's advice and uh, utilize the five whys as an exercise. Ask yourself why, 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 uh, until you really get to root cause. And if root cause is, uh, you know, some type of uh, uh, project that helps boost the ego, uh, then you're, 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 it's, it's probably the wrong reason. So hey, uh, Andy, I should have a, yeah. uh, had a, a footnote, an attribution to your book uh, when I gave my answer, because I would <laughs> that. Um, and, and, and another point is simply, it's a lot of work and you know this, right? Yeah. But to do it the right way, it's a lot of work. And so um, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And those reasons are, are vast. And I've heard many really compelling reasons over the years. Um, and, and they vary from author to author. Yeah. There are no shortcuts. Uh, so we're going to take a, uh, a very short commercial break and we'll be right back with Naren Ariel. I'm Andrew Tempty. The alignment of personal purpose with that of the business we lend our talents to is essential to achieving optimal work-life balance. 
But do you know what your personal purpose is? To help answer this crucial question, I've created a guidebook to help define your personal purpose and a vision statement to serve as your North Star. Visit andrewtempty.com purpose to download your free copy today. And we're back with Naren Ariel, uh, expert in the publishing industry, talking about the balancing acts that leaders play. Uh, Naren, on this show, we talk a lot about lifelong learning. Can you help us understand your personal journey of lifelong learning when you first realize that learning never stops? And does the concept of balance play into an individual's journey to becoming that lifelong learner? Wow, that's a uh, deep, there's a lot there. <laughs> that's a good question. So um, I'll, I'll relate it back to the type of work that we do here. Um, every book project is different, right? And so I have got to on the projects we have got to on the projects we work with on um, have some level of understanding of the book's subject matter. Um, you know, right now everyone knows that uh, AI is uh, everywhere, and we're working on two or three books about AI. So I feel compelled to learn as much as I can about the subject matter for any given book. And so, you know, you can imagine, um, you know, the, the, the breadth of uh, projects that we come across. And so whether it's a uh, technology in this case, AI, um, whether it's leadership or, um, you know, product management or, uh, you know, just a host of different uh, subjects that we come across. Um, it's important that we understand it at least to a level to have a uh, cogent conversation with the author. Um, you know, I expect that, uh, of myself and my team and our, and our clients really appreciate that as well. So, um, every project is different. Um, really having a baseline understanding, we're not subject matter experts, of course, but having a baseline understanding, um, will improve our ability to provide the services that, um, that we provide our authors. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Naren, we also frequently discuss the balancing act that uh, we play between the application of technical skill and human skill in the modern world of work. Uh, you just talked about uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, we live in this uh, world where AI will be taking over more of the mundane technical aspects of our job. Uh, and so this balance between human skill and technical skill is uh, going to become more and more important in the future. Uh, if you had a college graduate with designs to enter the publishing industry sitting right in front of you right now, what advice do you give to them to balance human and technical skill as they enter the publishing industry? So just before joining you today, um, I was on LinkedIn and one of our authors, uh, William Kilmer, uh, had a LinkedIn post where he had his audiobook that was generated by AI. And I listened to it and darn, it was his voice, but it really wasn't his voice. It was AI generated. Um, and so this is a timely topic. We've mentioned AI a couple of times before. And, and so, you know, this is coming if it's not, uh, and it's coming faster and faster day by day, right? And so what I would tell a college graduate, a recent college graduate is, um, you know, the human skills are growing in importance because that is going to be your differentiator as these mundane tasks get um, automized, automated, excuse me. And, and so uh, I would say the, the quote-unquote soft skills are becoming way more relevant and an area of differentiation than ever before. Work on those things. Work on your interpersonal skills. Um, work on your uh, work ethic, 
right? And these are these are things that, by the way, can be worked on. Um, it's not, you know, you got it or you don't. And and so, uh, and I, I think about the young folks that we've got working here. Those that uh, sort of differentiate themselves here are the ones that um, have worked on those skills and, as a result, have advanced at least here. And I know, you know, we're no different than a lot of other places. I really like how, you know, you, you were just uh, riffing off the top of your head, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, work ethic, uh, came out as a, as a human skill. A lot of times when, uh, pundits are, and experts are talking about human skills, we're talking about compassion and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and, and some of the higher order, uh, human skills. Uh, but, uh, don't skip over the, I think the point to be made here is don't skip over the baseline human skills, getting up in the morning, energizing, uh, yourself working on, uh, on your work ethic, because, uh, just like it was, uh, 30 years, 30 years ago, showing up <laughs> and being present, uh, in the world of work is, a uh, uh, is, is a big part of, uh, of your, of anyone's, uh, future career success. So, uh, th- thanks for, uh, pinpointing that. Uh, Naren, I'm going to take you on a little, uh, uh, side adventure. Uh, if you had access to a time machine and could send a message, maybe it's only 280, uh, characters, <laughs> uh, to a, an earlier version of yourself, what would the message be? And what previous version do you choose to send it to? Um, it's funny that we were just talking about work ethic because, um, as a young professional, um, I probably could have improved a little bit in that department. And, 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 you know, uh, I would say that I probably left a job a little earlier than I should have on a couple of occasions because things got hard. And sometimes it's just easier to look over there and see something uh, that seems better at the time. Um, but there is no substitution for facing a challenge uh, if it's in your current position and doubling down and really trying to make your current situation the best it can be. And, you know, I'm not advocating that uh, no one ever leave their job, of course. Um, but sometimes, uh, many times I'll, I'll have, uh, I'll talk to folks that are too quick to bolt a situation. And, um, you know, I fell into that trap early in my career. Um, and I understand the appeal, but that's one area where I see uh, too many people hurting themselves in terms of their career arc um, that we ought to think about. Yeah. Um, in, in my first book, I, I have a quote that I really like, which is, uh, the, the, the grass is not necessarily greener on the other side. It's just different grass. And what I mean by that is, uh, most of the challenges, especially the interpersonal and the human challenges that you might face in a particular role in a particular company, do not miraculously uh, disappear <laughs> when uh, when you jump ship and go and go and work for for, for somebody else uh, for a different company. Yes, it might be a different culture, uh, but all cultures have uh, the, their their the positive aspects uh, and also the things uh, that they're working on. So, if you are going to uh, to, to jump ship, make sure that you're aligning your personal purpose, why you exist with the purpose of the organization that you're going to, because otherwise you'll highly likely just 
fall into uh, many of uh, many of the same traps as uh, Naren has pointed out. Um, Naren, final question. Yep. Tell, tell us more about Amplify Publishing and what's next for you. Sure. So um, your listeners can learn more at AmplifyPublishingGroup.com. Um, again, we are in the hybrid publishing space. Um, what's next for us is to continue working on uh, fantastic new projects, uh, having impactful launches with uh, some really big names uh, in this in the thought leadership space and the business space. Uh, and also we publish across all genres, but that's just where my emphasis is uh, presently. Um, we also um, serve as a private uh, label partner for entities like Real Clear Politics. We publish our political titles under Real Clear Publishing. Um, we have an imprint uh, deal with Marshall Goldsmith's 100 Coaches. So there'll be more private label publishing deals in our future. Um, and we'll also continue to work with uh, business executives and leaders um, on incredible and timely thought leadership books. So um, that's that's what I see. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you had to pick like one title that you're just really excited about right now, uh, what is that? <laughs> well, uh, I would, of course, say your title. Right. No, um, no, no, gonna, no, 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 no. You can't. Gonna, you no. can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. Um, well, let's see. Just today, we. Uh, this is top of mind. We we just uh, started our pre-sale for a book called. Um, the, it's a book about uh, the writing of a business book, and um, and so if you go on our website, you can you can uh, learn more about this book. It's by Josh Burnoff. Um, it's called Building a Business Book That Matters. Uh, it's it's really exciting, and you know, doesn't doesn't hurt that uh, he interviewed me, and I'm. Um, and I've got some, a few quotes in there and we're publishing the book and it uh, is really applicable to a lot of our uh, clients and, and would be clients. Oh, uh, awesome. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't wait to, to read that. I've, I've read many, many business books uh, in, in my career. Most of them are not necessarily uh, uh, earth shattering. Um, there might be one or two uh, key points that, that come out. Um, so I, I'm uh, hopefully this book that you just described makes an impact on the why that, uh, that we talked about, uh, that you talked about before about, you know, why am I writing this book? What, what's the purpose of, uh, of this business book? And, and hopefully we can have better business books that come out in the future. So thank you for that narrative. You're welcome. And by the way, the, the name of the book is uh, Build a Better Business Book. And the author is Josh Burnoff. Um, you can go to burnoff.com, which of course has a link to our website. But uh, that's just one that happened to be top of mind today. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Naren, you're, you're doing a great service uh, to the broader community uh, with uh, in, in hybrid publishing. I, I'm proud to be working with you. Uh, so thank you for joining us on the show today. My name is Andy Tempty. This is the Balancing Act podcast. You can find us on all the major uh, podcast services as well as uh, out on YouTube. Please like, subscribe, rate, share the show. Uh, we're creating a public good where hopefully uh, we can uh, lift everyone uh, up uh, and for successful futures. So thank you and have a great day. Thank you, Andy.